Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, the knights successfully brought back Pluon, a total sorcerer, but failed to contain Sozeb the Industrious. Pluon's cousin, Wander Dirtle, agreed to help the knights on their next rescue mission to Zolar Spiral, his home realm. After trudging through the swamp and hitching a ride on a giant alligator, they met a hag who only spoke in rhymes. In exchange for helping an infested tree and taking something personal from each of them, she would send the party to where the missing knight was. They agreed, and she began to cast a spell. snaps her fingers and all of you just kind of everything around you goes and uh like you're zooming down everything starts to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger and everything around you gets huge and you sense all of this wind and air uh swarming around you and then all of a sudden things are completely out of focus and you find yourself tingling as if your muscles went to sleep and you're trying to shake off the numbness um, around you you look around and and you see uh, huge patches of bark uh, giant blades of grass which you realize are part of a moss um, and paths of vines which are what you now gather are regular vines but they look like gigantic bridges going from what look like mountain peaks uh which are these roots uh coming around so you look up and you see a massive monumental gigantic version of this old lady and she looks down and points uh in the other direction towards the tree <laughs> kind of big. About how small would you say we are? I'm just, just out of curiosity. I'm trying to picture it. Uh, you're, you're, you are tiny. Um, like ant sized. Like ant size, Yeah. We're Pikmin. All right, let's go. Yeah, you're <laughs> ant size, and you're right on the verge of this tree, um, where all of the bark tends to split, and there's a big split in front of you, um, which leads inside. Let's go. No, you don't have to talk like that. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could pull it off. <laughs> everything's in proportion, so you don't... Yeah, I'm not going to... Let's go! And Melbourne will head towards the crack. <laughs> okay. The split in the... Split, in the... that's the word you used. Okay, so you head inside. Um, you all kind of take, take in that you have shrunk down to a very, very tiny side. And you're looking for some sort of source of this infection um, based on what you heard from the old lady. Uh, Wander, uh, can make, go ahead and make a history check. Uh, 16. 16, okay. It's coming back to you now. The, the legends, the urban myths, the lore. This this old lady, this, uh, this, this hut, the warnings when you were a child, oh, some 60, 70 years ago. Uh, this must be the hag 
Old Tula, uh, otherwise known as the Bell of the Bog. Right, the Bell of the Bog. The what now? Were those were those human words? She's a hag. There's no need to get personal, darling. <laughs> In the classical sense. Well, I guess we better be uh, stopping this uh, corruption in here. Y'all make your way in uh, to this big split, and as you walk through the big side walls of bark, it looks like you're you're entering this, the inside of a mountain cliff. Um, cavernous grooves that are carved tunnels of rot, dark, mossy holes that are probably no wider than a gold piece, but now are the size of a building, and you're making your way in this dark and gloomy, um, very dark. Uh, if you don't have dark vision, which some of you do, um, and some of you have goggles, you know, Melbourne puts on his goggles. Um, if you don't have that, you're going to be, uh, searching for light. So, uh, Yenny is having trouble seeing. Um, I want to say you have dark vision, Wander. I don't, I, it's not in my senses. No, oh, okay. turtles I don't think do. Okay. So, uh, Wander's having trouble seeing. I'll do produce flame rather than okay. dark vision. So igneous creates a, a bit of flame, and you are you doing that in your hand or from your hair? <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you want to do? Well, actually, so I have the thing where my eyes can light up, but probably for some extra light. I mean, if I can make a torch or something and create some light for people, I'll do whatever's most efficient. Yeah, I'll say you can. You can. You probably have a, a torch in your um, kit in your adventurous pack. Um, I'll so light a torch you... and hand it to Yenny. Okay, so Yenny takes a torch. Uh, you make your way into this um, cavern. Um, there are a little... You see a couple of them um, as you're making your way through this passageway. Uh, it's it, it weaves back and forth and you're making your way up. There's little ledges that you have to help yourselves up. Um, every once in a while, you see something move on the wall and you notice that it's, it's a it's a small insect which is now about the size of a of a car you know like proportionally like a wagon um and they they just kind of move along uh, they're not looking at you or anything they're just kind of like moving along past you um one one of them kind of comes right up to you and then stops and then sort of backs up and goes around and walks on the ceiling and and there's some that are going back and forth every couple minutes but you're making your way in and you you're getting the sense of this this creeping uh, decay, uh, Melbourne especially, you're you're getting a, a sense of that, and I'll say Theo too because you have a good pa passive perception of with nature, uh, sense for nature. Um, so you're making your way in, and you come to the inside, which is this large spherical chamber. And I'm going to add an image into the chat here, um, kind of a map of what this looks like. So. Uh, inside of what you're assuming is inside of the tree and when i say large you're very small so it's about the size of maybe a i don't know a basketball <laughs> like uh but but to you it's a large spherical chamber and uh internally there's there's about um there's three interconnected strands of of this uh crystalline rocky thread there's all these little uh, what looks like kind of 
webs, but it's not it's not a silk. It's more of a rock structure. It's very hard and brittle, but everything's kind of shiny and beautiful. Um, with the light that's now come in, there's refractory light that's coming off of the sides. It's white and salty and silty and and uh, crystalline. Uh, some of it's translucent. Uh, there are little ledges, kind of three main ledges ledges that go around the outside perimeter of the sphere. And uh, poking up from the bottom of the sphere, there are five, um, about 30 feet proportionally. Of course, it's not feet. It's more like like millimeters or whatever. Um, but uh, there's these five towers of crystal. And on the top of them, there are these little pods, these little... Um, What's the word I'm trying? Like an embryo uh, with something inside, like kind of like this dark shape inside of each one of these pods on the top of them. So uh, that's what you see. Um, you also see on the top where this these sort of perimeter paths are is a is a skittery uh, purple beetle, twice as big as as you, and it's got these large mandibles. Um, about the size of uh, Wander, um, and it kind of has this high-pitched squeal. It kind of turns towards you, and you hear this <laughs> from around the walls. What looks like little uh, pockmarks and and um, areas of of the walls all start moving, and you hear this skittering and this kind of scratching. <laughs> everywhere around the wall and a lot of the walls just start flying out and they all fly towards you and i need everybody to roll initiative uh wander you're actually up first all right you see a swarm of insects coming towards you and there's this large uh beetle on the walls and several spires with these embryos on top there's five of them what would you like to do Okay, I would like to uh, cast Shatter at the Swarm. Ooh, okay. Shatter, yes. You can do that. Uh, As an action, you're going to cast Shatter. Uh, What level would you like to cast that at? That's what I'm trying trying to... That's what I'm trying to ascertain. Like, what's the advantage of going bigger on it? The the bigger you do it, the more damage you cause. They seem kind of small. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to kind of cut it. I'll, I'll go with the third level. Okay, third level. Go ahead and um, I think I don't. Do I do I make a save or what? How does? Let's see. Uh, a creature uh, a noise. Each creature in the ten foot radius centered on a thing must make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. All right. It's a swarm, so we're just gonna say for this this section of insects. Uh, they rolled a fourteen. I don't think that saves. Says con 16. Yep, so that fails. So um, we'll just say th- the shattering uh, of this this section, Wander just lets out uh, this concussive blast uh, that, that rips through all of these insects, and you see insect husks and shells just... And it's on. The battle has begun. Um, that is your action. Would you like to take a bonus action? I, I, do I have to roll damage? They're, they're just, there is, there is lots of them and they're very, they're, they're relative. They're about the size of your head. So they're pretty small, but there's just so many of them. Um, In this case, you've basically taken out a section of them. They're they're still like 
hundreds left. Gotcha, but gotcha. I'll just say within the 10 feet radius of the ones that have gotten close to you, they're obliterated. Then yeah, I definitely have a bonus action. I'd like to uh, to give Bardic Inspiration to Yenny. Okay. Uh, and that that's a bonus action creature within 60 yeah. feet. That everybody knows it. We're good. Yeah, so Yenny, you have a bonus dice. I, uh, does it say... I think it's a D8. No, it, actually, you're at level 10, so it's a D10, I think. Yeah, inspiration die, D10. You have a D10 inspiration die. And Yenny, depending on how you use this, because of what uh, what kind of bard um, Wander is, you can use it either as a... Um, help me out, Chris. You can use it either as a, a bonus really? on a saving throw. Yeah. Uh, a, a attack or, or a check. check. Yeah. So depending on how you use it, you have this little moat that forms around you. And what's what's the form of your of moat of creation? Oh gosh, for Yenny, I'm gonna I'm gonna have it I'm gonna have it be a uh, it's gotta be like a, a tiny little monkey. Okay. <laughs> like like it's just like a monkey like head. Yeah. You see this little floating green monkey head uh, just kind of like floats next to you. And it's like, it doesn't say anything. It just kind of like, it's like there. And you kind of look back at Wander. <laughs> it gives you a big claw thumbs up. You know? uh, and you feel pretty good about it. Like you just sense like, yeah, okay, monkey head. I can do this. Like uh, it's there when you need it to do something, um, depending on how you want to use it. All right. That's your turn. Inspiration given. Yenny, it's your turn. You got a swarm of insects uh, heading towards you. There's a giant beetle that's uh, skittering around. What would you like to do? Let's do this, monkey. And uh, I'm going to rage, <laughs> and I'm going to go for that beetle. Oh, okay. All right. You're going to go for the beetle. Um, luckily, it's on your level, so I will say you get... Uh, what's your movement? Uh, 35. 35. Okay, you you will you will actually reach the beetle. Um, okay, cool. So with a rage, uh, attacking the beetle, go ahead and give us an attack. All right. Yeah, 19. 19 misses. <gasps> this beetle, man. It you you slash into it. This is with your axe. Mm-hmm. Blood axe, you go, ah, and it goes, and it kind of whacks against this really hard outer shell, and the beetle just goes. But you have another attack. Mm, all right, let's go. Better than nineteen. Come on. Ah, uh, sixteen. Mm, take another attack. Going for the head, and the. The chomper, the, the chompers, the mandibles kind of uh, snack it uh, together and just clamp on the blood axe, and and it stops before you can even make contact, and it opens it up, kind of throwing you back a little bit. You're just like, ah, I'm so angry right now. Um, that's your turn, um, Igneous. You're up, followed by Theo. So many options. I will run up to the beetle and hit it a bunch. The beetle, run okay. Up. Because I'm kind of going to kind of run up the walls a little bit, I'll run up and kind of like drop down on top of it and beat on it. For sure. Um, 
for everybody that's that's attacking the beetle, we'll, we'll take a normal turn. If you decide to attack insects, go ahead and uh, pre-roll some sort of attack. And if you roll anything above, um, I'll just kind of say anything above a 12, you, you, you'll take out some insects. So if I get to your turn and you're like, I'm going after the insects, I take them out. You know, you can just think about that. What if we, um, what if we roll a nat 20? Because I just did... Then you'll then you'll take out more insects. Okay. So just, if you go after if you go to the insects, I'll I'll just let me know that and then I'll I'll describe it. Um, so Igneous goes up to the beetle. Uh, you're going to make an attack. Go ahead. Well, this Two is attacks. bad. Two attacks and flurry of blows. I rolled like a a twelve, a sixteen, a thirteen, and an eighteen. Oh. And I believe a nineteen just missed. <laughs> All of them miss, unfortunately. <clears throat> Stupid. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> but uh, I think you only you can save a key point because I think you only get flurry of blows if you hit on one of your attacks, right? I will go with that. So yeah, or at least that's how that's how I did it as a monk earlier. But so yeah, so you can save a key point. All there. misses either way. Yeah. All right. Uh, unfortunately, Theo misses. Uh, or sorry, Igneous misses. Theo, you're up. Followed by Deidre. Okay. Two questions or one yeah. uh, question for you. Sure. So, if I were to summon an animal, does it summon it its scale? Let's to find out. I so wanted to do that, but it wasn't worth the turn. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it, it'll a... be relative to us, right? Let's find out. Okay. Um. So, a uh, bunch of Summon insects. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, bunch of insects. Well, what likes to eat insects but a bunch of frogs? So, I'm going to summon eight frogs uh, to uh, come into this chamber and to have them start using their tongues to eat up the insects. Okay. So, uh, what happens is uh, <laughs> Theo uh, swirls his. Uh, you have a staff or like a forget. The shepherd's crook with the shepherd's crook. Yeah, you you kind of swirl your shepherd's crook around, and as it leaves this kind of uh, nature mist uh, energy, and on these these uh, green blobs kind of form and solidify with a with a spectral nature. Um, they are not real, you know, supersized frogs. Uh, yeah. They are to scale of you. It seems like everything kind of scaled down to your proportion, uh, but sense. they are. Um, bigger than the insects uh so they're not like tiny frogs to you they're they're in they're frog size um uh but they're not like giant frogs right gotcha. they're not frog yeah. or anything like yeah, that yeah. uh so they're just as big as you are so um so they're uh, pretty big uh and they start <laughs> all these tongues just start going out it's like it's like fireworks and just but it's all these tongues with like big sticky tongues going out um you take out with a, the frogs take out a uh two waves of insects just <laughs> what else would you like to do uh i'll cast shillelagh and then um move me and the frogs kind of towards the beetle to kind of give cover from all the insects. Okay. So all right. The that's that's your turn. Deidre, you're up. Okay. So the the big big beetle guy. Um, yeah. I'm gonna try my lightning more. Can I get within 15 feet of him? How far away am I? No, oh, absolutely. Um, it, it's getting a little crowded. So the the way that the perimeter works, uh, is 
It's about 10 feet wide. Uh, and there are several people. Igneous is kind of on the beetle and Yenny's in front of the beetle and, and, uh, Theo kind of went to that side. So you're, you can kind of make your way around and you're dexterous and nimble enough to get up there, but it is getting a little crowded. Mm -hmm. So just to let you know, like you'll, you'll probably have to like jump over Yenny to get to the beetle. Okay. Uh, I, well, I, I don't need to get to him. I want, just want to get within 15 feet. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can um, do that behind Yenny. And I want a straight shot though, because I want to use my lightning more. Okay. On him. So You're basically he has to, to pull make... it towards you. Yeah. So he has to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Against strength. a DC 16. All right. That's a 19. Well, this spell was useless. <laughs> what? It's good. It's very strong. So you, you do lightning lore. It goes around one of its legs. It's a it's a strong leg, and it kind of just severs on a, a serrated part of its upper leg, and your lightning lore breaks and snaps, kind of taking you back. Uh, it's a little surprising because it it looks like for for its thin legs it would be weaker than that, but it actually. Uh, surprisingly uh, intact. Mm -hmm. um, is there else? anywhere that I can kind of like maybe hide myself or get myself in a strategic position with this big old baddie? With with the terrain being what it is, um, I would say the best thing you could do is hide behind Wander or Theo. Okay. And they can give you partial cover. Okay. Uh, yes, on the ledge. I will do that. Or or you can jump down. Um, there there are these five towers. If you jump down and get to the towers, you can you can uh, kind of hide within there. Okay, I could do that. And I mean, maybe I could start climbing one because I I have um, yeah my second story work. So basically, yeah. I can climb faster than normal. Like it doesn't cost me any extra movement to climb. Okay, I'll say that you can... So, Deidre leaps. Uh, make an acrobatics check. 22. 22. They're about 30 feet tall. You leap from this, this ledge where you are and uh, traverse and kind of climb on to one of the towers about 15 feet up. Um, okay. So, it, it's, it's, it's about 10 feet, so you get a little bit of height. And Deidre nimbly jumps up and just kind of, <laughs> kind of uh, wraps around the tower halfway up one of the towers. So uh, she's there, and you're going to use, I'll say use a little bit of movement to get up. So you're not quite at the top, but but you're... While I'm up there, can I see better, like, what's up top, like, in the little cocoon? Um, at, at this distance, uh, you're about 12 feet away. Make a perception check. Eleven. Eleven. It's very murky. It's It's hard to see. You see a big dark shape got it um inside okay all right yes okay uh uh, uh next up is the insects so there are lots of insects still coming towards you um i will say anybody that took out some insects does not have to do this but everyone else so deidre melbourne yenny igneous and uh, Wander, you took out some insects, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Theo did too. So the people I mentioned, um, I need you all to make 
Actually, I'm just going to do an attack. We'll see if this hits you. Even though I'm up top? Yeah, they're, they're flying. <laughs> they're flying insects. It's a swarm. Uh, okay, Melbin, does a 17 hit you? Nope. Okay, miss. Uh, Deidre does a... No, that's going to miss. Um, <laughs> Yenny, a 10 will miss, and... Oh, here we go. Uh, nat 20 for Igneous. Oh, so, come um, on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I missed three of you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Igneous, you take nine points of bite damage, piercing damage. Uh, all these little insects are kind of clamping on. and they're <laughs> The rest of you manage to like swat them away with one thing or another, but they they uh, grab Igneous's arms and kind of they're nibbling at you. And it's uh, it's like all these little like, ah, ah, ah. To my mouth. It'd be like the side hurts. birds, right? Like getting attacked. Yeah, they're like little pigeons. birds pecking and, and pecking at you and picking Horrible. off skin and stuff like that. Uh, next up is the uh, the beetle, the sugar rot beetle. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So the sugar rot beetle turns to you. Uh, it's going to face Igneous. Are you on the beetle? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's not going to hit Igneous, but Deidre, no, Deidre is on the thing. So Yenny, Wander, and Theo. Um, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. If any of you are within 10 feet of me, add four to that. Theo. Yeah, 16. 18. Yenny, what'd you get? Got a 12. 12. All right. Uh, Yenny is right up front and unfortunately does not save um, from this spray of sugary white crystalline substance just goes right towards you like like ice shards and hail um, and it stings your skin and gets into your armor. The, the other two of you uh, manage to shield yourself wander. You turn and it hits mostly your shell but it does start to sting and this corrosive acid gets into your body um, and on you. So uh, Yenny, you take 12 points of acid damage. Uh, Wander and Theo, you take 6 points of acid damage. Okay, and I had a question. Yes. I have I have a ring of regeneration. Yes. Does that do anything for me since I got hit in the swamp with my, my foot my foot melty? Uh, what does it say? Remind me what it does. Uh, it gives me one hold on one one d6 hit points every 10 minutes providing that I have at least one hit point um, yeah. yeah you would have you would have healed back the damage that you took from the from the foot okay so yes thank you yeah yeah so your foot got better but now this just pff, ah <laughs> it it hurt uh, in a different way. All right. So that was the sugar spray. <laughs> um, terrible name. And uh, now it's going to try to. Uh, nope, that's it. That's it. That's its turn. Melbourne, you're up. All right. Followed by one. I'm going after the insects. Um, okay. With my multi attack, I rolled a 15 and a 20. 
uh, plus okay. plus ten to both of those. <laughs> All right, you take out uh, uh, an entire section, a third of just with just wiping them out. One hits another. It's like a it's like a a pool bowl kind of ricochet. Boom, 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 and they just with divine energy just going uh, like splattering and carcasses and. Uh, insect parts go everywhere well that was that was gonna be my next away. question is can can i use divine smite to take out more <laughs> i mean you can uh, 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 probably uh, no <laughs> a creature so i feel like no yeah that, that, that was my instinct but i wanted to check with you okay in this case no because it's it would just obliterate them more right. but uh <laughs> that's what i so figured say, i just wanted to double check yeah yeah cool um, and then with my movement, I will um, try to get up closer to everyone else so that my auras will be helpful to them. Okay. Yep. You can do that for sure. Top of the round, Wander followed by Yenny. Okay. Uh, Wander. Uh, oh, I had a question. Uh, there was like a, uh, what did Deidre see with like the, the thing that was kind of dark and... In the in the embryo, she, she yeah. saw kind of a, a dark shape inside of the embryo that she's kind of nearby. All right, I want to get my wand of wonder. I want to point at that, and I want to zap it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's hope something good yeah. happens. Uh, go ahead and roll a D100 dive All right. for me. Wand of I wonder. Got, I got the actual ones for this. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's, a, that's an 89. I remember things getting scary up to that point. So 89... Okay. Uh oh no. Oh oh, eighty nine. A stream of uh of of one d four times ten. So oh gosh. Uh, let me just read it out. A stream of one d four times ten gems, each worth up worth one GP, shoots from the wand's tip in a line thirty feet long and five feet wide. Each gem deals one bludgeoning damage. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I rolled a two. So 20, so 20 gems. gems. So 20, yeah. 20 bludgeoning damage. Oh my gosh. So much. What is that? I have to deconstruct this. So Wander points the wand at this embryo above Deidre. Yeah. And rubies and emeralds and sapphires and diamonds. And they're all just... Brrr, and these 20 shiny gems just point out and pelt... Uh, this embryo, kind of some of them go into it and it starts to crack um, and chips away at so the outer shell of of the embryo um, and it starts to chip and little flakes stall out. Uh, Deidre has to kind of sh uh, shield herself as gems are just falling on top of you. But uh, starting Wander, to I don't think we're going to be friends, darling. Those are worth money. These gems are all like smaller than a grain of sand. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty small. <laughs> it hurts. Um, uh, it does show you that inside uh, you're able to see Deidre that inside of this uh, embryo of of sugary uh, crystal uh, there is a, a caterpillar um, carcass that oh. has been frozen. Ooh. What what's left of uh, some sort of a caterpillar? Interesting. I, I'd also like to give Bardic inspiration to uh, uh, 
Igneous. Yeah. Great. What form does your mote of inspiration take? Oh, this time his his, uh, his it's it's gonna be a. Um, gonna be a cool. Think about it, and we'll go on to Yenny. Yeah. Just let him know. Or let me know when you got something. Yenny, you are up, followed by Igneous. Uh, Okay, so I'm still near the big beetle, right? Yes. Got it. Is there any sort of... I mean, I assume this is just a regular beetle. That's big to us. But uh, any any sort of, like, connecting points in the exoskeleton that I can hone in on, you know, and really, like, go for the chop at? Um, um, yeah, you, there, it's kind of where the, the head meets the body uh, of the beetle. Um, there's, there's areas where the plates are a little bit weak, so um, you can definitely uh, go after that with your attack. Okay. Got it. Um, and I'm going to make this a reckless attack, so okay. I have uh, advantage on this one. <laughs> 19 again. <laughs> 19. But you have inspiration. That's true. You want to use your d10 inspiration die? Should I add the inspiration? <laughs> 10, baby! So that's oh, actually so 29. 29. Uh, what does it do with, with, with an attack roll, Wander? It just adds to one attack roll. This can be right. added after, yeah, added to without seeing the roll. Uh, the target and each creature of your choice that you can see within, they must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take dumber, thunder damage equal to the number rolled on the bardic inspiration die. Okay, so here's what happens. Uh, Wander is a uh, College of Creation bard, so he's able to kind of create and, uh, you know, make things happen. And so his inspiration gives a bonus ability. Uh, so in this case, with, with attack roll, what's going to happen is, Yanni, you're going to go ahead and roll your damage for the attack. And... Okay, got it. Okay, and then um, you're gonna and then you're gonna add nine points of thunder damage on top of that. Got it. So okay. what's the total? So that's seventeen total. So uh, Yenny makes purchase with an extra inspiration. The monkey goes <laughs> and then kind of goes into the into the axe strike, and it just goes into right in between that weak points. So you you almost think you're going to miss, but then you get that extra inspiration. It goes into the beetle and makes purchase with a thunderous kind of clapping into, and it shakes the room almost like surprising. You're like, wow, I, what, where did this come from? Um, she hits hard, uh, and, uh, an extra thunder damage. And now this, this once very sturdy beetle now looks really hurt. Like you, you knocked it out. Uh, Melbourne would say it's bloody. <laughs> All right. Um, I believe. Do, do you have a bonus action, or I think that's your turn? Uh, I have a second attack. Oh, you have a second attack. That's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Let's see if the second attack hits. Let's see. 
Ooh. 21. Oh, that hits. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right. Uh, but this one will not have thunder damage, correct? Correct. Okay, got it. And that's just 12 damage on that one. All right, that's still pretty good. This thing looks really hurt now. You kind of, I'll say you just, you don't even like move the axe. You just kind of like push it in, like just slowly. (laughs) And you hear these kind of areas of of bug shell cracking and splitting and the, the, the beals kind of like down and it's like, ah! <laughs> it's kind of a trying to get out from the ax. Uh, it's looking pretty hurt. Uh, Igneous, you're on top of this riding the shell um, as, as Yenny is pushing into it. What would you like to do? Riding the shell. I rolled terribly before, so I feel like I'll be able to, actually hit it this time and i got some bardic inspiration if necessary so uh, first attack 16 i'll add bardic inspiration to that okay so that would be adding a d10 right Um, yep 16 plus 10 Ooh, 26 Ooh, 26 okay that hits that hits so make your regular damage the attack damage will be 10 10 and then uh, 10 thunder damage describe your victory I like so yet yet uh, uh, igneous with your fist right yeah okay go for it how do you want to I just like punch right through the exoskeleton and into the like inner beetle guts and that's when this like probably unexpected to me thunder damage releases inside of it and it just (laughs) explodes outward makes a mess this little inspiration which took the form of a gem uh uh, chris let let us know um goes with your fist into the the beetle with an unexpected extra power and just shakes the carapace of the beetle the little wings just uh, uh well big the gigantic wings of the beetle fall off um to your side and the legs just splay out and it's kind of twitches and the, and the legs are twitching and uh, uh, Yenny pushes its axe a little, uh, a little, her axe a little further. And with your fist and the axe, uh, this beetle is dead uh, before you. Um, that ends its life. Uh, you, you still have some other, you have another attack. Um, if you yeah. want to attack insects. But. Yeah, I can't really, like, cast a spell or anything, so I'll just, like, punch punch at in- any insect I can reach. <laughs> yeah. All right, make an attack. Uh, that will be 16. 16 will hit. So I'll say, like, you kind of flail, flail your legs up and around, has a tornado kick, and you just <laughs> like swat through a couple of insects with a pretty awesomeness of kicks. Uh, Theo, you are up. Okay. Oh, sorry. Ignis, do you want to use any movement to go anywhere other than the beetle? Do you want to head towards one of the spires? Do you want to move away from the insect? Um, no, I'd probably just stay in place and ready to assess this. Okay. release some fire next turn. <clears throat> All right. Theo, you're up, followed by Deidre. Okay, I'm going to summon a flaming, flaming sphere Ooh. in the air. Uh, yeah. 
and just uh, have it kind of fly around and try and take out as many bugs uh, as possible. Um, Do they have to make a save? It is uh, a dex saving throw. Okay. Um, I'm taking, I'm going to guess so a I guess seven. at first it just uh, appears, I think is okay. the first round, and then next time I could move it. So I'm just going to have it kind of appear kind of above us to kind of maybe it'll yep. attract them and they'll all fly into it um <laughs> like a big uh, bug let's zapper. see if that happens um, uh, i'll make an intelligence uh, save and okay. <laughs> see if they roll a natural one then insects will actually fly into it nope that does not happen okay. but it does take out quite a few insects above you great and they will avoid it um great. they failed their con save so just you just hear squeals um you've taken up taken out about 50 percent of the insects um there was quite a lot uh but there's still about half uh, of of the insects left there's no more giant beetles though and you get the sense from that spray that the giant beetle is what created this kind of crystalline sugary kind of uh uh outer layer um that it was the source of like the, the, the cocoons that these things are in on mm. the towers. Okay. Um, so you've taken out the source, but uh, there's still all of these other insects that are inside that are attacking you. So giant sphere took out a bunch of insects. Anything else? Nope. All or, right. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Deidre, you're up. Okay. So there's no more of the big beetles left. It's all just the little. Yeah. You can, you can, uh, uh, you're you're within jumping distance. If you want to hop over to another tower, yeah, I'll do that. And I want to climb all the way up so I can get a look at what's at the top of the next okay. one. Uh, make a make a uh, wisdom check. Wisdom, or let's let's say investigation to see which. If you get a sense of which tower you should go to, fourteen. 14. All right. Uh, you kind of Mission Impossible style leap over and grab on to another tower with no problem because of your climbing ability. Mm. Uh, you make your way up and get to another one of these embryos. Um, it's you get a sense that uh, based on the shape that this is probably another bug, but you know it's not humanoid. However, the next tower over you see clearly some kind of uh humanoid shape inside of it it's it's uh, about seven feet away from you um so on your next turn you could leap over and get to that can i um okay did that uh, i'm assuming that the jumping was movement not an action uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's movement but because it's like it's like kind of a all of your ability to get to get over there uh it, uh yeah basically trying to see if i could just go ahead and ping a crossbow bolt down into the bug ether just to do a little something <laughs> what do you want to do just hit a bug oh yeah uh you can hit a bug sure okay um got you got weapons be... Uh, 23 to hit plus my braces of archery so that's they, they, 
absolutely hit. Actually, I lied. It's to my damage. Um, okay. This is with my crossbow. Oh, with crossbow. Yeah. So you you kind of shoot the crossbow out, like le- leaning back and and shoot the crossbow, and it just it just shish kebabs several insects together, and it just lands inside of one of the walls on the far side. These. Darlings, I think there's a humanoid of some sort in that next one over there. I'm going to go take a look-see. All right. Um, everyone except Theo, who has created a sphere of flame near him. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I want everyone else to make a dexterity save. And again, if you're within 10 feet, plus four. Okay. So that would be Wander and Yenny and Theo. <laughs> 17. Okay. Seven. <laughs> I, Jam, Jam. I rolled a two. Seven will fail. <clears throat> 17. 17 succeeds. 17 succeeds for Wander. Uh, Igneous, go ahead and give me that too. 15. 15 will fail. So, Igneous, Theo, Melbourne, um... You guys will take 18 points of piercing damage Ooh. from all these insects. This won't help, but because... Oh, I... wait, sorry. Uh, uh, Theo, I said you didn't have to do that. I'm sorry. I apologize. So never mind. But Igneous and Melbourne. Ugh. Yeah, 18 points. Uh, Deidre, make a uh, dexterity save. Cat! 23. Okay, you're fine. I'm very, very, very dexterous. Yes. I am not. I thought you would be. All right, so uh, the beetle, that was the insects. Uh, the beetle is dead. Uh, Melbourne, you're up. Yep, uh, I'm going after the insects. I rolled a 23 and a 26. That, those both hit. Okay. So smashy, smashy. All right, more swings. Uh, just, just just Thor's hammer yep. axe, you know, kind of just woof, woof, uh, taking out more of these, just helicoptering through the insects. Uh, there's only about maybe like 30, 30, 40 of these insects, which I'm going to say proportionally is about like, you know, 25% left of the insects. So they're, they're getting less and less dense. Um, they're still annoying, uh, as all get out, but, um, they're, they're, uh, they're there. Um, there's less of them. And the frogs are still out. And the frogs up. are still out. Oh, well, sorry. We didn't go. We didn't have the frogs. I didn't realize. Uh, yeah. So we'll say the frogs are just continually. So they take out another like 10 or so. Now there's even less. Um, they're just on auto tone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Wander. You're up. All right. And All about there, Yenny. Is there still a dense like section of these insects? Yeah. Cause I got more shatter to throw at them, baby. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's let's do that. Absolutely. Let's, let's scale it up. We're gonna go. That's a con a con save or a deck save. Let's see, I think that is a con save. Yep, con. Right. Uh, man, they are not. The insects are not rolling great. Uh, they rolled an eleven, so that's gonna <laughs> fail. So I'm gonna say just because of how how you know. They're, they insta-kill, pretty much. Um, they're just There's just so many of them. Um, but go ahead and roll damage. Oh, yeah. To see how how many you take out. Okay. 
What level uh, are you doing Shatter at? I'm doing a big level, fifth, and Ooh. I. But I didn't do it. The roll wasn't that good. I got 24. That's. Uh, so I'm gonna say, describe your victory. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. That was enough. Uh, that was enough to wipe the rest of them out. This gigantic wave of thunder energy. Uh, how do you want to like flourish? You know, what's the flavor here? Yeah, so Wander, uh, you know, he's been he's been all coming back to him. He's been back home, and like the 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 gems was really exciting. That just got his eyes all <laughs> lit up, and now it's just kind of world's his wonderland. And he just raises both of his meaty swimmers' paws and mutters, and 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 then this little pulse comes out of him, and then the the insects explode. <laughs> With all their their guts and their their viscerous just gleaming in just the, a the... winter wonderland of insect yeah. guts falling down around yeah <laughs> Flo yeah. floating down falling down yeah and then he starts picking up the gems off the ground <laughs> okay you'll you'll hop down to the, okay yeah yeah six seven eight <laughs> <laughs> one at a time yeah. all right you have uh destroyed all of the insects and the beetle congratulations um the combat is ended and um i'll say uh now you uh Deidre is pretty confident that she's able to identify um where this uh there's a humanoid shape um yes inside i want of one to go members. to there okay um you've you've made it up uh is anybody else joining Deidre, or how do you want to try to open this thing up well, uh, I do, I do have a flaming sphere. <laughs> That's right. It's still still active. So I'll, I'll uh, like send it around like the edge of the thing and like kind of burn up any uh, other like larva or web or any of the nasty sugar stuff and just kind of clean up, cauterize the inside of this um, okay. space with the. As the flame goes around the outside, it starts to caramelize and start to melt, uh, and drip down um some of it start to actually drip down in front of the entrance of the tunnel that you go oh, into so you kind of quickly like no 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 <laughs> uh probably melting it would not be a great uh idea as oh, you okay. as you're starting to do that so you keep it towards the center all right well i'll hold on to it in case we need to take yeah. anything out yeah but but you could melt some of the sugar towers, the crystal towers from the from the bottom, so they kind of start melting down. If you want to. Well, let's see what uh, Deidre comes up with. Okay, Deidre, um, how do you want to open this thing up? I mean, do you want to chip at it? Do you want to just smash it? Um, I feel like I would, I would try to look and see if there were any cracks or any indications, like of. Like I'm, I my my background is is as a thief, so I'm used to kind of looking for the path of least resistance. Yeah. So I'd be looking for like if I could see like maybe a seam where this thing had been sealed. Am I able to see anything like about the person? Like, do they look scary or do they look friendly or? Um, they look blue, and there is a dark cloak or shape of some kind, and you think you can make out. You think you can make out some horns. All right, good enough for me. So yeah, I'll see if I can find like maybe a seam that I could wedge open or 
just okay. what it looks give like. Me, give me a. Um, mm, I think for this, we're going to do sleight of hand. Because. Uh, OK, um, yeah, you're you're able to get in with a dagger uh, with the blade kind of chip away at an area that seems weaker with all of the action and everything like that, a little bit thinner where the uh, shape is closer. Um, Igneous, you said you made your way up there as well. Yep. Um, you want to attack with some with some fist strikes, well-placed kind of key strikes. Yeah. All right. With the both of you smashing and kind of chipping away, you're able to get big enough chunks of the outer embryo away where it starts to fall out and uh, enough where big crystal um, sections of this outer area um, fall off and uh, a humanoid shape falls loosely unconscious kind of towards you. Um, It's lower torso still kind of contained within this sugar embryo, but but it kind of falls forward. Bring him here and I will heal him. Okay. The the two of you, Igneous and Deidre, manage to grab him. Igneous kind of like deftly jumps down, holding him, fireman carry, and falls down. Melbin, you get a chance to, to heal this guy. I'll, I'll do some... Uh, I mean, is, does he appear to be alive? That would be the first. <laughs> Barely. Okay. I'll do... I'll lay on hands. It, it looks like he was kind of... Uh, since you've you know, healed before. It looks like he was kind of in a hibernation state, barely kept alive, probably for later digestion. Um, so, I'll, okay, lay on hands. Yeah, I'll do 20 points of healing. Okay. He is, uh, he is healed up, and luckily he is uh, um, removed from disease, um, as lay on hands tends to do that too. And uh, he kind of perks up and he's like, Oh my goodness! I am. Whew, hello. Um, thank you, thank you, sir. Hello. I, I, uh, are you? I forgot the name. Hang on. My name is Cyrano. Cyrano. Hello. And I'll show my knight tattoo <laughs> somehow. Oh, he's showing off your skin. Some somehow uh, underneath like, all my oh. armor, I'm showing this off. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have a little panel yeah, you yeah, lift right. up, and <laughs> <laughs> you're like. <laughs> The, I am the tattoo door. <laughs> I am Melvin Gelrod. We are here to rescue you. Oh, I, I, excellent. More knights of the realm. I've, I'm so glad that you have found me. I, this is fantastic. I, I've, I was, I have found myself captured, and I would very much like to leave here. I should oh, warn you that wait. we are quite small right now. I know. I I was made small by by this hag that I made a deal with. I I was trying to rid of this tree, this tree friend. I guess we're in it now, but I was not successful. I did this this giant beetle. Did, where is the beetle? He has been defeated. Oh, good. Yes, it was. Uh, I was. I'm afraid I was overwhelmed, and I was. Um, well, you know what happened. No worries, friend. You know. Clasp him on the shoulder. Clap him on the shoulder. But but the the hag is the hag dead too? No, she sent us here to uh, revive her tree. He kind of looks around at all, at all of you and sees there's several knights, and then then he actually recognizes 
uh, wander. Wander? Oh, Cyrano. Oh, my friend, it is good to see you. You found yourself in it this time. I should have taken... I thought it was going to be merely a reconnaissance mission, but it was much more dangerous than I thought. Thank you for coming. Hey, you like my home? <laughs> if you're talking about the Zolar Spiral? Yes, the Zolar general? Spiral. Just a, just a just quick Yelp review. <laughs> I would visit maybe if I was very desperate. I would not like to live here. I'm sorry. That that's that's well said. Beautiful. It's not my favorite place to come to. Sorry. I would very much like to leave here. Oh, don't worry, the frogs are with us. Rotten, 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 rotten. <laughs> and the flaming spheres. <laughs> yes, oh, come on, gang, let's go. All right, so for the sake of time, I'll say that you make your way out. Uh, there are no bugs that get in your way. This flaming sphere just kind of follows behind you. Are you keeping it up or do you want to dissipate? I'm going to write it so that spell expires. You can, you can kind of melt. Uh, it follows you and it's melting and kind of sealing the uh, the outside or the inside of, so that um, nothing can kind of make its way in. It's just this wall of caramel. <laughs> it's kind of coming down. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, it's, my, it's the place of my dreams. A wall of caramel. Delicious. Um, delicious um and all of you kind of make your way out onto the bark and you see this towering gigantic statue of liberty sized uh, in proportion um uh hag uh that looks down at you and gets really close leans in and sees that there is an extra person and looks at the tree and then she says Okay. snaps her finger and then all of a sudden you are all uh, enlarged and embiggened enough to where now you are back in your proportion and uh, you are the size that you were maybe a half an inch smaller but, uh, but pretty much you kind of tingle a little bit and find yourself uh, back in front in the swamp um, but back where you were in front of old Tula, the bell of the bog. Your, sorry. Your friend has been cured of his wounds. And she, she places a, a withered hand on this tree and she kind of takes, takes a breath and closes her eyes kind of sharply looks at Melbourne looks at the tiefling that's kind of holding on to wander she says I thank you kindly with all my heart so I'll grant thee a gift before we part name a skill that you could use and I'll abide what you choose all of you get to pick a feet. Ooh. Ooh. Do you guys pick that now or can Love we uh you can you can I'll say you can pick it later, but just uh in the time that you are there, um uh she is granting you a feat of your choice. Awesome. 
for Very for cool. saving her home and her tree. Question. Thank uh, you, Rimey Hag. <laughs> do I get the sense? Yeah, you like her now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, do I get the sense that the the all the infection that we saw, like, because it, it's gotten mm. gradually worse as we got to the center, was stemming yeah, yeah. from this tree, or do I think that there's still uh, a more pervasive problem? Yeah, so um, I would like... <coughs> Does your Divine Sense, it's for fiends, what is it for? Uh, it is... I always have to look this up. Uh, celestial Fiend or Undead. Or undead. Okay. Um, I will say, because of your divine sense, the the rot and decay is actually a necrotic damage. Um, that is, uh, it's not a being, but what you sense, and I'll say that Theo and also Wander, um, you're collectively you kind of get the sense um slowly over a couple of minutes as you're thinking about like hmm, what kind of a maybe i'll take sharpshooter maybe <laughs> maybe i'll be a little bit more dexterous or maybe i'll get that point of um you know dexterity back or something like that like as you're all kind of thinking about you know what kind of abilities you want to enhance about yourselves you get the sense that that the the rotting is is sort of starting to abide and and uh, nature is kind of coming back. It's going to take some time, but uh, it's not from the sugar beetle that was inside causing this decay, but it's actually stemming from Tula herself. And the fact that she's now not worried and happy has uh, has caused this area to start to mend. Ah, she's an effective dreamer. Mm-hmm. Fun. She says, a powerful life I had back home. Pixies to eat and lands to roam. Sought out I was by a vengeful blight. Octavia, conqueror of night. She thought me a threat to her grand design. So she cast me out and I lost what was mine. Here I've dwelled in the swamp and mire, gathering power and fueling desire. What was the what was the exact thing she said? Octavia what? Conqueror of night. That's what it was. Uh thank you, lady. Oh think you're neat. Uh, but mostly because you gave us a feat. <laughs> and he bows. Please promise me that's the last time you'll be doing that. Right, right. That's all for tonight. <laughs> she looks to her side, uh, to her left and to her right. And you see from behind her, from behind the trees two massive lurking trolls kind of poke out their heads and they go and she says not now it's fine it's all part of the grand design and uh, they they kind of inch back little bits like she was she was ready to throw down if, if need be but she's called off her 
her trolls that uh, that were at the ready. You have succeeded in your mission. Uh, it looks like you've kind of caused the cancerous rot of, of Zolar Spiral and the swamp of Lothlaren to subside. And you all know how to get back uh, with the, um, the tattoos. Well, Place uh, your fingers on your... Uh, do a double tap of, of the fingers and you... And you go away um, with some sort of feat, which we'll figure out later. And you go back to the temple of of uh, Glorn um, inside, um, having several hours have passed with the travel and everything. You all stink <laughs> as you come back to the Grumble Gate. Uh, Raffaella is is there working on some scrolls. She looks up and she's, "Oh, excellent! It's uh, been a oh my goodness! Oh." Uh, to the baths with you, please, please. Uh, uh, Boone, please, can you um do something with bathroom? She's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take you. Uh, follow me. I don't really have a nose, so it doesn't bother me. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, hi, how's it going, you guys? Come on, follow me. I'll show you where the baths are. <laughs> Thank you, friend Boone. He takes you up and he's like, do you want a communal bath or do you want to just go back to your rooms? Oh, it's okay on the communal. No, I don't think that's how we roll. Either way right. is fine with me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Melbourne's very Greco-Roman. He's just yeah, like, yes, take me to the bathhouse. Um, all right, so everybody kind of... Yeah, he's just I would like a bath. Dropping plate yeah. mail behind him. You, <laughs> and as you're boats. dropping plate, plate mail... Uh, oh, Boone is like telekinetically like picking it up and making a little floating ball of armor. And uh, he's, he's like, I, uh, I'll have this cleaned. It's okay. <laughs> um, I'll take care of it. Thank you. Uh, so you guys clean up some, some time goes over. You each uh, take the stench off. Um, unseen servants come in and help you scrub down areas of your clothes and whatnot. And um, over some time you gather again in the foyer and, um, Wander and you and your cousin Pluon are there. Uh, you've gathered all your things and um, you're ready to, you kind of say your goodbyes as you're ready to be teleported back to the habitable place of Zolar Spiral. Um, kind of saying like, oh, it's time to, you know, well, cousin, I think it's, uh, I think it's time, you know, you got rid of all the, the bad stuff. Maybe we should tell everybody it's time to move back. We are going to be so popular. <laughs> yeah. Can you say maybe that I helped out a little bit uh, that mission? Since since I caused you to come here, maybe I could kind of be a part of that. You, you, you have to put it in a letter that'll go in the turtle to, in our square of our town that it was me who did it. This is my credit, Pluon, not like last time. Okay, I, I mean, that's fine. All right. I mean, I, I've done some good things in the past, too, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like this I mean, is I, a personal I, conversation and we don't need to be <laughs> this. All right, it's fine, it's fine. I mean, it's not like oh. you're not like you're going around with all the heroes of... Uh, where was that? What was that place you? The, who were those people that you? 
we're rolling with for a while? Oh, man. Yeah, my old crew. Uh, good old uh, C- uh, <laughs> Ramara and my old buddy Massimo Lionheart. <laughs> oh, I heard he's a very powerful and popular uh, hero. He's quite handsome, too. People like him. Yeah. And that's what I'll say about him. <laughs> I've heard he's one of the most popular characters on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, they just they just kind of used you when they needed some uh, some help. I mean, they, you weren't actually like part of that group, you know. No, just uh, they're an old crew. Old. We go Yeah, we they, go, they roll deep. We go really back. And they they kind of continue to talk that the the turtles are talking. Is there anything else that you want to that you want to uh, say? I just want to say to Igneous, to Theo, to Deidre, to Yenny, and to Melvin, uh, thank you for embracing me and, and treating me as one of your own. And if you have any of my gems, please give them back. <laughs> <laughs> Well met, good friend. Fair journey. Pleasure to meet you. Alright, with that, we will, we, will, we will call it a game. Thank Woo. you. Thank you, Chris Reed. Thanks, Chris. for joining us. Yeah! 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 Yeah!